Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is the Gray Bar Sports Open Line. Goes mid swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Back at it as we get into hour number two of a Gray Bar Sports Open Line. Only have you for another 35 minutes as we will lead you into coverage of Cardinals baseball tonight. Cardinals and Diamondbacks game one of a three-game midweek series. The Cardinals made a number of uh, roster moves today. Most notably, Adam Wainwright being activated from the 15-day injured list. They also select pitcher uh, Andrew Suarez, a lefty, as he comes up from Memphis. Left-hand pitcher Zach Thompson, catcher Yvonne Herrera, sent to AAA Memphis. And Ryan Helsley was transferred to the 60-day injured list. That opened up the 40-man roster spot that they needed for Andrew Suarez. So, that's just reading a list of transactions. But... Kind of the story behind a lot of these transactions are interesting. Wainwright, obviously. I think it's, I know they're in a spot where they just need somebody who can start. And if there's anybody that you're going to trust to start without a rehab assignment, I guess it's Adam Wainwright. It's not like he's got to go to a rehab assignment to get his velo up or anything. And I say that kind of loud. Just he, he has the profile of a guy who can just kind of go. At the same time, what he was doing before he went on the injured list wasn't very good. And the last thing you want tonight, we're pitching, is a little bit short. Last thing you want is a short start, like a really short start, one or two innings. Uh, Indications are that he can stretch out to about 65 pitches today. So maybe that gives you four innings or so. That'd be good, right? If you can get four innings out of uh, Wainwright today on the 65 pitches, I think you would absolutely take it. I guess... The confusing part of this whole thing is why (laughs) – maybe confusing is the wrong word because I have answers for all the questions that I have. It's one of those things where you have the answers to the questions, but you still have the questions, if that makes any sense whatsoever. And it doesn't because this doesn't make any sense what's going on. It's just really hard to comprehend and to grasp – this whole thing of Wainwright's got the shoulder issues. He goes on the injured list. He gets a, a cortisone shot or whatever he does. And look, cortisone shots are, are no joke. I've had a cortisone shot. It, it really makes you feel better. I'm not, I'm not dismissing the benefit of getting a cortisone shot at all. But he does that, and 
he throws some bullpen sessions or a bullpen session, and then all of a sudden he's just ready to be a major league pitcher again while saying that his shoulder and his back have not felt this healthy in a really, really long time. I would have, he's, I love Adam Wainwright, and he is the eternal optimist, and you just, you love hearing him talk. I would have respectfully advised him not to say the thing about his back and his shoulder never feeling better, how good it is and how healthy he is and how he wishes he would have been like this earlier in the season. Because if he goes out tonight and really struggles, where where do you go? Where do you go? Right? Like every single like step on this path, there's been a place to go. And when he was really struggling before, the obvious direction to go was get him on the injured list, get him down to Florida, see if you can find a couple miles per hour on his fastball somehow, and see if you can get that curveball spinning the way it needs to spin, and see what you can get out of him, and if you can get a couple more wins and get him to 200 wins and everything. But that, that was the clear path. Like, uh, there, were, there were two routes, like him being done and that. And... Now he's back, and he's back with this promise of never felt better, never been healthier, yada, yada, yada. And it almost, it paints you into a corner if something doesn't go right. And I'm not saying, I've got, I'm an optimist too. I'm rooting for the guy. I'm hoping for the guy. I still think he can be an effective major league pitcher. And I feel like I'm on an island on that. I gave the numbers before. He had a really, really, really good season going last year up until about his last, uh, from, from September on. Up until September, he was fantastic. His August last year, he had a two and a half ERA. He had a 221 average against in 39 and two thirds innings, had given up just a 11 runs. This is somebody who was putting together a really, really good year. And then it just started to fall apart in September, and he never got it back. And we got that long social media message after the season explaining why it went bad. And that was believable to me at the moment because of the numbers that he had been putting up throughout much of the year. So he's one year removed from that. One year. I I get his age, and I get the guys at his age generally are not performing at a super high level. But at the same time, He's one year removed from having a stretch of the season last year where he was really good in May, June, July, and August. He had four really good months last year. He didn't have a great first month, and he didn't have a great final month. And everybody wants to focus in on that final month as the reason that he shouldn't have been brought back, where I focus on the four months beforehand as the reason he should have been. But I just don't know what to expect out of tonight because – it felt like this is a little too soon. It felt like there were some steps that would have made sense to take that have not been taken, most notably him getting out and, and pitching competitively in a, in a rehab game, and maybe even before that, spending some time at the spring training complex and going through some things. Just all, all of that, it felt like that could have been a possibility. The other sort of controversial part of all those moves was Yvonne Herrera going down. I'm not too terribly upset about this. I get the reason that Cardinals fans want to see more of Herrera. Herrera's done a nice job with the bat. 
He's done a nice job defensively. Uh, he's he's an upgrade over Wilson Contreras from a defensive standpoint, from a receiving standpoint, not an upgrade from an offensive standpoint. Still think Wilson Contreras is a better player, but there's a lot of people who have certain expectations about the catching position based upon the fact that we just got done with a 20-plus year period of Yadier Molina, Mike Matheny, and Tom Pagnazzi, and it can go beyond that in terms of what historically catchers for the St. Louis Cardinals have done. And Wilson Contreras isn't that guy, and there's just going to be a certain contingent of fans that are not are not going to accept that kind of defensive profile from a catcher. And if that that's fine, if that's if that's what you value, that's not even something that I'm going to argue with you about. So Ivan Herrera looks a little bit more like that, especially when you're comparing him to Wilson Contreras. I don't think sending Andrew Kisner down makes a whole lot of sense. I think Kisner has a role on this team as the backup catcher. He's done a nice job with that. Uh, you can trust him with these pitchers. He he, uh, he fills a role inside of the clubhouse. There's a lot going on. And carrying three catchers when you've got a guy in Brendan Donovan who can't even play in the field, that you're basically playing two men down when you have Brendan Donovan and three catchers because you got an extra player, an extra catcher, who can't play any position other than catcher um, and, and DH, obviously, but you've got another guy who can only DH and Brendan Donovan. So from a roster construction standpoint, it doesn't make sense to carry three catchers right now. It doesn't make sense to carry three catchers most of the time, but it really doesn't right now with Brendan Donovan's limitations. And you're not going to, you're not going to move on from Wilson Contreras just to, move on from if you, if you trade them, that's that maybe saying that they do, but he's got a spot on the roster and I don't think they're in a position where it would make much sense for Andrew Kisner to be optioned out. So what that results in is Yvonne Herrera going down and oh yeah, by the way, Herrera is still a young guy who you want playing a lot. The last thing when they decided to keep three catchers, the cost of that was not having Herrera play as much as he should be playing as a young player. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on here at the moment. 314-436-7900. That's how you call. That's how you text. You can tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Have you for about another half hour as we continue to lead you up to St. Louis Cardinals baseball. Cardinals, Diamondbacks tonight here on KMOX. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is America's Sports Voice. KMOX. Our sports open line continues here on KMOX. My name is Matt Pauley. Thanks so much for uh, spending some time with us today. 
Cardinals Diamondbacks, our coverage going to start in about 25 minutes here on KMOX. We're uh, talking about starting pitching, what might happen moving forward. Got a text message from 314. Assuming that the Cardinals trade Jack Flaherty and Jordan Montgomery, who's going to be starting the remaining games for the Cardinals? Well, there's a few different options that they have in there. You might give Matthew Libertor another chance. Uh, sports producer extraordinaire Matt Pajeski and I were just talking about this during the break. Even if Adam Wainwright were to continue to struggle, do you just keep putting him out there every fifth day, uh, trying to give him the opportunity to get to that 200th win? Like it, it kind of sounds sad when you when you say it that way. But at the same time, uh, the weird thing that has to, I think, be accepted at some point is that nothing that really happens this year, in all likelihood, matters. And I've I've really made that shift this this weekend losing three out of four against the Cubs I've I've really taken that step to where it feels like it is a borderline hopeless situation in terms of the Cardinals potentially making a run and getting to the playoffs. So if every decision that is being made by the front office is based upon success in 2024 and the realization is that wins and losses in 2023 just don't matter, then if Adam Wainwright wants to go pitch every fifth day and, and see if he can catch lightning in a bottle every once in a while and, and, and win a game here and win a game there and try to get to, to that mark, like that's not going to bother me. At the very least, it's an opportunity to go see Adam Wainwright pitch for a final time or a final few times as a, as a fan, and it might just be good. I have... I have very little doubt in my mind, and I say this knowing full well, full well, what Wainwright looked like in his most recent starts. If Wainwright just takes the ball every fifth day from here to the end of the season, he's getting to 200 wins. There's going to be a couple times where he, he finds a way to win a game. That's just going to happen, and maybe that is kind of what you're playing for. Another text message from 314, Wainwright just skipped the baseball classic. I know he wanted to represent the United States, but he had a responsibilities to his teammates, the organization, and to the fans. Wainwright can give it a shot at the next one, spend a year getting ready, and I su- suspect he'll have some success. Well, the the WBC is every three years, so he's he's not pitching in the WBC two years from now, being two years off at, at the age of 43. So this, this was his last chance to pitch in the event. He really wanted to represent his country. He really wanted to participate. He's at a point in his career where what he wants probably outweighs a whole lot of other things. I don't, you say he had a responsibility to his teammates. I don't think there's a single teammate of his sitting in that clubhouse going, oh man, Wainwright did us a disservice by going to the World Baseball Classic. Like that hasn't gone through anybody's mind. Now, did the WBC hurt the Cardinals? I, th- I think it did. But I at the same time, I, I talked about this with Frank Cusimano the other day. That's kind of revisionist history, and it frustrates me. I hate it when there's one narrative, and then all of a sudden the results are not what you expect the results to be. So we change the narrative. And it's almost like there's, there's no culpability or there's no responsibility for the people who said things before. You can just change it. Look, I... I've got no problem admitting when I'm wrong. I've said it over and over and over again. 
I thought this Cardinals game was, team was going to win close to 90 games, and I thought that they were going to win the division by 10-plus games. Completely wrong. Completely wrong. I get it. I was as wrong as you can be. I understand that. At the same time, it's frustrating when we're going through spring training and all we hear over and over and over again how good it is for the organization to have so many players participating in the WBC and then the season doesn't go the way it's supposed to go and all of a sudden the narrative changes to, well, the WBC actually hurts you because you didn't, you weren't able to mel- you know, mesh together and the outfield group didn't play together and the infield group didn't play together. It's like, well, why didn't we address those concerns as it was happening? That's all I would say. I um, Three years down the line, though, I think it would be safe to say that Cardinals fans should probably hope that, what is it, the 18, 19 guys don't get selected for the WBC. At the same time, I would never want to see there be pressure. The WBC is a really cool thing, and it's a unique opportunity to be able to represent your country. That's a big deal. The WBC is a big deal. It's becoming a bigger deal every time it happens. I will be the first to admit it doesn't happen at a great time, but it's probably the least terrible time. Maybe they can tweak it a little bit where when it's over, there's a little bit more time of spring training left. Maybe you end it and there's there's a full two weeks of spring training left. I don't know what the answer is, but I would never want to see players choose not to go to the WBC because of pressure from the club not to do it. I am a I am a fan of the event. All right, well, we will uh, take a break. We'll come back, and uh, we're going to uh, get an inside look on the Arizona Diamondbacks. That's coming up in just a moment. It's a great bar sports open line on KMOX. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Your home of the Cardinals. Arnado swings and hits it deep to left field. That ball is out of here. The Billikens. Jumper. Yes! Billikens win! The Chiefs. Touchdown! Kansas City! We are America's Sports Voice, KMOX. A great bar sports open line does continue here on KMOX. My name is Matt Pauley. We've got about uh, 10 minutes left in the program, and then we will step aside. We've got Cardinals baseball tonight. Cardinals Diamondbacks opening up a midweek series. Adam Wainwright, Ryan Nelson, the pitching matchup. And we're very happy to welcome on to the program right now via the Quiver River Electric guest line. Covers the Diamondbacks for MLB.com. He is Steve Gilbert. You follow him on what was formerly known as Twitter, at Steve Gilbert MLB. Steve, thanks for taking some time with us. Uh, how are you? My pleasure. I'm doing great. Thanks. How are you guys doing? Is that the uh, the first time in the post Twitter era that we see your handle has been given out? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did. It took me a second to understand where you were going with that, but yeah, I got it now. <laughs> uh, I'm sure this has got to be the number one question here: uh, the inside of the ballpark when when everything's closed up and, and the AC's rolling. How much cooler can it get inside? 
Well, it's a heck of a lot cooler than it is outside, I'll tell you that much. I mean, it's about 118, 116, it said on my dash as I was driving in Oof. today. So uh, if they get it down to, to 78 or 80 in here, it's a, it's a huge difference. Okay, that's uh, that's a good place to be, I guess, if you're in uh, Arizona. There's reports out there that the Diamondbacks could be involved in the Shohei Otani sweepstakes. Do you buy that? Uh, you know, I, I'm sure they'd love to have him. And, and, yes, they do have probably a lot of prospects, um, and that's what it's going to take to get him. I, I just, wow, it would be a real surprise for me if they were able to pull something like that off or if they were willing to give up all those prospects um, to, to get them. I mean, certainly you're getting a number three hitter and a, a, a number two starter, um, which is obviously valuable, but I, I don't see there's any way that they could sign him to an extension when you're talking, you know, $500 million for, you know, the numbers that have been thrown out there. I just don't think that's something Dimebacks could, could, could play ball in. And, and so you're giving up a lot just for uh, a couple months of a rental. Does the team that acquires Shohei almost have to be one that feels like that they can sign him to a long-term deal just because of what you are going to be giving up for two months of him? I mean, for me, I would I would say so, I, because you're going to have to give up a ton. The Angels aren't just going to give him away. And if you've got to give up you know, four top 100 prospects or whatever it is that the Angels are looking for, um, is it really worth it just for, for two months of the, of the guy as great as he is? Um, you know, we've Baseball, one guy can make a difference, but wow, that's asking that's asking a lot. This Diamondbacks team has been really good all season long. They had spent a fair amount of time in first place, but uh, faltering here a bit recently. They've lost eight of their last ten going into this game. As you identify the issues that have led to this downturn, what has been the problem with this team? Well, I think they've, they've had some trouble closing out games. Uh, while their bullpen has been improved from the way it was last year, they've, they've really had trouble in the ninth inning uh, getting that thing closed out. And I also think uh, recently the trouble on this most recent road trip is, is the, the hitting kind of went south on them. So they're having some guys slumping right now. So it, it's been a bad combination for them. They just finished a, a nine-game road trip, uh, two and seven. Uh, it was a trip through Toronto, Atlanta, um, and Cincinnati, and if you'd have told me at the beginning that they were going to win two games in Atlanta, I would have thought, wow, they're going to have a really good record on this road trip. But it turns out those are the only two games they won. A lot of times teams that have been competitive and then they start to fall off and you're coming up on the deadline, it almost feels like inside of this clubhouse there's this group of people that are looking to the front office and looking to the baseball decision makers to pull something off to kind of help the team take off again. Do you get that sense? Is there a is there a feeling inside of the clubhouse that they're waiting to see how much better the team can potentially get at the deadline? Well, I think, you know, Mike Hazen has said, you know, before this recent downturn, Mike Hazen had said, you know, these, these guys have played so hard and they've done so well. And, and as you mentioned, they were in first place for a time. They're still eight games over 500. That he felt pressure to kind of do something to help them, given how well they've played. So um, I think that's kind of where the pressure comes from, and is in his mind, is, is to try to help those guys, given where they're at and, and where they've, they've gone so far this year. They seem to be like a year ahead of schedule from – what a lot of people thought as far as their competitive window. So uh, I think that's where it comes from. But certainly I think, it, you know, you see this all the time. You saw it last year. It's hard to predict the emotional impact in the clubhouse when you make an acquisition uh, or trade away somebody at the same time. It, it, both those, I think, you know, the Cardinals are probably in that thing too when talking about trading somebody away. Um, it, it's always hard to know exactly how that's going to play in a clubhouse. 
you mentioned being maybe a year ahead of schedule. Does that almost put them in a in a tough situation in the sense that maybe some of these prospects who are getting close are guys who are identified as future members of, of the core, but now all of a sudden they have to be involved in trade talk because of how well the team is playing this year? Yeah, I think so. And I think, I think this organization is a little, a little gun shy too, because, you know, in years past, they thought they were one player away. You know, they, they had an unexpected run to a division title in 07 uh, and they went all in in 08 and traded a bunch of prospects, including Carlos uh, Gonzalez, uh, for Dan Heron and, and the 08 team didn't make the playoffs. You know, they, in 2017 here, you know, they, they thought they were, they were a player away after an unexpected uh, wild card run. It just didn't work. So I think sometimes, you know, they've had this history of, of trying to add and, and feeling pressure to add and then giving away some prospects and they just don't have the financial wherewithal to, to constantly play in the free agent market. So, you know, the farm system is kind of a lifeblood for them. So giving up a ton of prospects is, is something that that's a little dicey for them. Just a couple more questions for us. Steve Gilbert covers the diamondbacks for uh, MLB.com. Um, I guess uh, this team is obviously in a spot right now where, where they do want to add, like you mentioned, and, and there's a lot of teams in that spot, you've been you've covered this game for a while. Do you feel like that this is going to be a crazy trade deadline? In recent years, it feels like maybe there haven't been as many moves. I know there's a trend in the industry where sometimes teams kind of overvalue their own players, and that starts to stifle moves. What are you expecting from a league-wide, a baseball-wide standpoint going into the deadline? Well, you know, it's so hard too with the extra wild card these days. I think you have so many teams that that feel like they're in it. That you know, you, you look around and you have a good week or you have a bad week and all of a sudden you're, you're right in a pennant race or you're, or you're playing your way out of a pennant race. So the question is, are, are there going to be enough sellers to, to satisfy all those buyers? So I think we'll see a, a pretty frantic uh, last few days before the deadline when teams finally decide that, yeah, we're going to be sellers. Um, and, and I think it'll kind of be a feeding frenzy in that regard. Uh, is there anybody wearing a St. Louis Cardinals uniform that is likely to be traded that you think would fit well with the Diamondbacks? Ah, that's a great question. I mean, I'm sure they'd love to have they'd, they'd love to have uh, you know Paul Goldschmidt back here. <laughs> the fans would, uh, but I don't think that's going to happen. So uh, I'm not sure that there's anybody that necessarily would 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 fit uh, at the moment. They're looking for a back end uh, bullpen piece, and they're looking for a, a starting pitcher. So I guess maybe a Jack Flaherty would be uh, would be a potential uh, would be a potential fit. All right, uh, Steve, really appreciate you taking us the time. Enjoy uh, the series, and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you again in the future. Okay, sounds good. Thanks for having me. You bet. That's Steve Gilbert covers uh, the Diamondbacks for MLB.com. At Steve Gilbert MLB on what we have always called Twitter and now has a different name, and I don't even know what to say anymore when it comes to uh, comes to that. We're all figuring this out together. All right, uh, just about a minute left in the program, so this is what we are going to do. We'll step aside for just uh, a few minutes, and you don't want to go anywhere because when we come back, we are going to officially start Amarant Total Access and uh, be – 
uh, network-wide on the Cardinal Radio Network. Again, the pitching matchup tonight. The Cardinals have Adam Wainwright on the mound. Ryan Nelson is going to uh, start for the Diamondbacks. And if you missed the news earlier, the uh, moves uh, that were made uh, by the Cardinals today, Adam Wainwright being activated from the injured list in addition to Andrew Suarez having his contract selected from Memphis. Zach Thompson, Avon Herrera, they've each been returned to AAA Memphis. And Ryan Helsley was transferred to the 60-day injured list. So that's your uh, – those those are a lot of moves. That's uh, the roster changes going into tonight's game. We're going to have a late night together. We've got the broadcast. I'll have you for pregame. I'll have you for postgame. I'll have you for the extra inning show, taking your phone calls and everything. St. Louis Cardinals baseball. It's on the way next right here on KMOX. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.